Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 29. Today, we're talking about all things Barbie and weight loss. Now, listen, usually I spend time and I do a lot of reference and recording and researching and all this for my podcast but today I was just inspired to do one off the cuff I just finished my workout I'm in my workout gear and I'm drinking my smoothie and I just wanted to share all the things so we're talking about Barbie and weight loss and not in any connection I just have this thought about Barbie and I have this thought about weight loss and nutrition but I want to talk about them on the same podcast and of course they'll overlap but let's just go for it Okay, I went to see the Barbie movie and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But I'm not shocked or surprised by any of it because as a woman and a mother living in today's society, that's just my reality. Like that's just how life is for all women. And but we just never talk about it or we never complain about it or we never challenge it. I did a, a podcast episode about the invisible workload. And this is a big one for me because I truly believe that we have this huge invisible workload that we carry around, but that we also created it for ourselves. So there's a solution for it too. And this is what I see for the Barbie movie. All the things that they're saying, every female or mother in the theater is like, yes, 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 this happens to me. Yes, this is my life. And it's always been like this, so it's not new or a surprise. The surprise is that we're just actually talking about it now. And I am a huge fan of us women and mothers talking about everything. Let's talk about all of it because that is how we solve for these problems. That is how we feel like we're not alone. That is how we can eliminate shame because remember, shame needs two things. It needs secrecy, so don't talk about it, and judgment I'm so blah, 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 right? And when we can eliminate the shame of all of this, then we can help to solve for that problem. But this is a great start to a conversation, right? I just love how it was presented. Anyway, the one comment that really caught my attention that was like, yes, yes, like felt it in my heart. And there were a lot of lines that were wonderful that you have to watch it a couple times to get all of it. But it was, we mothers stand still so our daughters can look back to see how far they have come. <gasps> and when I heard that, my heart just exploded and melted and imploded and was crushed and like all of it, all at the same time. I had all the feels all at once. I'm like, what is happening? And I really, really love this quote. And I would apply it to, you know, our children, not just our daughters, because when you're in midlife, that's exactly what's happening. I'm like, Barbie, girl, come on, you nailed it for me. Because in midlife, we realize that we've done that, like we've stopped. We were living our lives. And then when we had our babies, we stopped because we wanted to make sure that we're, we're the anchor. We are the safety. We are the lighthouse in the dark for our children. You go out, but you can always look back. Is it safe? Oh, okay. Mom's still there. And can I go a little further? And then you challenge and sometimes you need to come back and get some attention and love. And then you go again and you just keep going and going and going. And the older you get, the further you go. And then one day, one day, they just don't look back. They just keep going. 
And this is midlife. This is why it's such a struggle for us because we get our our value and our validation of who we are as humans from them needing us and us taking care of them. That's our whole life purpose. And then they grow up and don't need us anymore. They'll always need us. Yes, I know. But they don't look back. They don't come running back. They don't need the hugs. They don't need all the things. And when they don't look back, that's our time to look inward. It's how the process goes. Like every mother goes through it, but it's hard as hell. It doesn't make it any easier just because everybody goes through it because I'm going through it. That's why I'm feeling it like this is a big one for me is because it's part of life. It's the next transition into the next uh, evolution of who we are on our journey and how can we make it less painful? How can we make it more fun? How can we let go easier? And just acknowledging that that's what's happening is a huge thing. I really think it is. I really think we need to be like, hey, yes, my kids are, I always say breaking up with me, which sounds harsh, but that's what it feels like, but it's not. And it's time for us to let them go. I don't need to look back. And then we point that momming, that loving passion, intensity, we we point it on ourselves. We mom ourselves. We put our attention back on ourselves and get back to, okay, now where was I? Who who do I want to be now in this moment? And that's where all the confusion come in can come in because that feels like our purpose has been taken away. Okay, I know my my place, my purpose in the world. Here it is. Oh, and that's just, you know, gone off to college. Oh, now that just moved out. Oh, now that got married. So we always want to find a new target for that purpose, a new home for that purpose. Where do, what do we do with all of this? And that's when we get really confused because we're unsure. And a lot of it comes from us comparing to who we were or what we could do or what we used to like to do. But what I want to invite you to do is start from scratch in this moment. If I could be anybody and reinvent myself because you can, who would I be? Who would I want to become? What would I do? And go and do it. And it's scary because what we're thinking of is the end goal or the big idea or the outcome. But we have to do it. There's all those steps in between. Yes, ma'am. And so that's the scary part that shuts us down where we don't do it. We don't take action. And that is where I come in. That's why you hire a life coach. doesn't have to be me, but you got to find someone that can help you through this because it's way easier to have somebody look at your brain and see what's going on and to guide you and give you that feedback than for you to struggle and fail or even worse, not even try. That is the worst. The only way you fail is if you give up or you don't try. That's the only way that you fail in my book. The more you fail, the better you get. In my group, we were coaching on this just last night on our group coaching call is one of the girls, the light just went on. She's like, ah, she was perfectionist and wanting to always be A plus and never anything less than that. And the light just went on for her. And we've been saying this for a long time, but she needed to experience it and see it in a specific way for it to be an aha in her brain. So her wiring changed and it, and it fused together where, it made, where the light bulb went. And it's like, oh, that makes sense to me, which was the, the growth is in the failing. I'm not going to get to where I want to go or be the person I want to be unless I put myself out there, have these experiences, fail, learn from that experience and then grow and move on. And then now she's looking at it from a different point of view, which is like, yes, the failure is the growth. It's easy to be awesome when everything's going well. 
but how am I showing up? Am I doing the work when it's tough, when it's hard, when it sucks, when I don't want to do it? That's when the magic happens. And I'll teach people all the skills, all the tools, and they learn them and then they go about their life and they forget all about that. Something bad happens and they just revert back to their old patterns. The people that are wildly successful are the ones that practice it day after day after day. Because, so then now that just becomes what they do, how they respond, how they solve for problems, how they create new amazing stuff in their lives. And that is the magic when it comes to midlife. And that was the part that really, you know, spoke to my heart in the Barbie movie. There's so much goodness there and highly entertaining, which was great that it was delivered in that delicious pink package to make it so entertaining and not so serious in that fun way, but really hit home. And that's the part that was like, yes, this is where I'm at right now. And it's good. It's good. And I'm going to move forward. And I have my own way of doing it. My way is going to be different than your way, but my way isn't right or wrong and neither is your way. But what I don't want is for you to stop and get stuck and not even have a way, not even try, because that's when we fail. So whatever it takes for you to get out there and totally master midlife, like love this part of your life, you are free to create whatever you want in your life and become whoever you want in this moment. I find that as I start to let go, I find more freedom because I was so wrapped up in being responsible for these children, just being responsible that I became a serious person, a responsible person. And then as I start to let go, I start to get a little bit lighter, more freedom, more, more of that carefreeness that I used to have. Mm -hmm, that's a big one. I know you know, mothers. I know you know, sisters. I know you know, ladies. If you are a mother, you know what I'm talking about. And so I'm, in, I'm really starting to embrace this letting go of that responsibility, but that I put on myself, that I thought about in a certain way, and, and embracing more of that freedom. Okay, what's next? Who do I get to be? What adventure do I want to go on? I'm having my eat, pray, love moments. I'm creating more and more of them. And I've been, and I've been planning this for a long time. So I'm ready for it. I'm ready now. It's just like, just do it. So that was my Barbie section. That's what I wanted to talk about. So if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie, take your best girlfriends or your mom or whoever, and go see that movie. And then the second part that I was really passionate about today is because I'm doing something new and I wanted to share it with you. Here's my drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink on the podcast. <laughs> Not that kind of drink. If you can't. If you're listening and you can't see me, it's a green drink. Now, most people come to see me because they're having body issues in midlife. That's the thing. It's a thing and it's legit and everybody goes through it. So I want to validate all of that first. And most people are, are coming from the socialization, the social construct of, you know, you have to diet and I, I kibosh all of that. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in counting your calories, but I do believe that you want to be in a calorie deficit, but you want to do it in a way that's fun, that isn't not it's not obsessive, you can do it easily, and you can go about your life, girl, you can let go of this obsession with food and what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to wear and am I too big for these clothes and I don't want to go out because my clothes don't fit, all that stuff. Because the way it is, is 
you want to get nutrients into your body. So this is how I think about it. How can I nourish my body, especially as I get older and my body can't do the things that it used to do? As an athletic person, that's a hit to my ego when I think about it a certain way. But as I transition with my body and start to be like, what can I do? What can I do? Right? So when I start to think about what I can't do, I feel a certain way. And one of my mentors that I, that I coach with and that trains me says, okay, well, what's everything that isn't that? Mm-hmm. That is such a powerful question. And when I start to focus, focus on everything that isn't that, I'm like, wow, there are endless possibilities. And so I start to think about all the things that I can do and I want to do from a new point of view, not from who I was or what I could have done before I had kids, but who I am now in this moment, in my midlife moment with this awesome midlife body that I have and midlife brain and all this life experience behind me. And I, when it comes to women and nutrition, I want to say, eat more. We need to eat more. You'll never hear me say eat less. It's always eat more. But you want to try to get as many nutrients in your body as possible. That's always my philosophy because when your body is balanced, it's in homeostasis, which is what it's designed to do, it will heal itself. It's designed to heal itself. So if it's not, it's because two things, toxicity, too much of something or deficiency, not enough of something. That's it. And you just got to figure it out. And one of the best ways to figure that out is to make sure you're getting all your nutrients. And instead of you know, eliminating stuff, a great way to eat is by adding in more delicious, natural, whole, clean foods. And the it kind of pushes out the processed foods. If we just got rid of all our processed foods, our life would be good, our bodies would be healthy, and we would be happy. But it's hard to do that because it's everywhere. And there's billions and trillions of dollars put into the um, into the food industry to get you to eat this, to become addicted to the foods that have no nutrients and harm your body. And so you gain weight, you're malnourished, and you're unhealthy, and you're overweight all at the same time. It's like a no-win. So the goal in life is to get as many nutrients into your body as possible. And the most nutritious ones, the, the smoothie that I'm drinking now, is just green. It's just all green. So if I am breaking my fast with a smoothie, and trust me, I love to eat. So I'm not somebody who's going to tell you to just... Um, drink smoothies because I love to eat so much. I like to eat my calories. I really do. I love food. I'm a holistic nutritionist, but I hate to cook. I love to grocery shop. What is up with that? Like I love grocery shopping. I love eating, but I hate cooking. So the way I eat is super clean whole foods that are super easy to make. I prep, I meal batch all my stuff so that when I'm hungry, it's easy peasy, minimal effort, but the foods are whole clean foods that taste amazing. And then I try to get as much of that into my system as possible. And so right now I'm adding in, I'm trying to get more greens in because I want, I want to feed my cells. I want them to be healthier. And so I'm taking my ninja cup and I'm filling it three quarters of the way full with just greens. So I went to Costco and all they had were, was the, um, the spinach. Now this spinach is three times washed. It's ready to go, girls. It doesn't get any easier than that. Like there's no washing. You don't have to get all the dirt off or the bacteria or anything. It's triple wash, ready to go. So I, I want it to be easy. The easier, the better. So I fill it up. I stuff it in there. I like, we're talking like packed thick with this spinach. Now Costco also has a power green. So I would prefer that one. That one has spinach, 
kale and Swiss chard because I like to get the nutrients from all of those greens. Those are like the big ones. Those, the dark leafy green vegetables pack the biggest punch. They have the most nutrients in it. Um, but they didn't have it. So I went with the, with the spinach. And then from there, I shove it down. I put as much in. And then I add one tablespoon of the chia seeds just to get the healthy fats. But I keep it low because the chia seeds are higher on the calorie density scale. They're still good for me. They're not fattening in and of themselves unless I overeat them. And then from there, I put water just till it hits the top of the greens. I fill it up with water. And then I top it with fruit, frozen fruit. Remember, fruit is super low on the calorie density scale too. And so I just add in the fruit to make it taste good so that I can drink it. So fruit is like the flavor flav. I can't drink just a spinach drink. It doesn't work for me. So mentally, I can't get myself to do it. So this one is made of frozen mango. I just put a handful in or a cup um, and then I blend it, blend it, blend it. Uh, I also use a mix of frozen berries as well. You can add whatever frozen fruit you want. It doesn't have to be frozen. You can throw a banana in there if you want. And it's just to give it the taste so that you enjoy what you're drinking so you can get it into your body. That's all it is. And then I'm going to drink this in the morning, breaking my fast. Not in the morning, actually. I break my fast around 11 o'clock. So this is breaking my fast with this green drink. And then if I can... If I have space and the capacity, I would make another one just to get more nutrients into my body. And it's going to fill me up. Of course, it's going to fill me up. Because remember, when we're going with calorie density, the fruits and the vegetables are so low in calorie density because they have the water and the fiber and the nutrients. And that's what makes them so good and low in the calorie density scale. And we want to stick to that. And then it's hard to overeat the spinach, right? Like it's, it's hard to overeat the potatoes but they fill you up and you feel satisfied it's not hard to overeat some almonds it's not hard to overeat all the things that are on the other side that are very calorie dense those are easy to overeat super easy and when you get to the other side of the scale it's 40 times more calorie dense than say your vegetables if you get one pound of vegetables you're looking at 100 calories. If you get one pound of, say, the oils, which are on the very end, we're talking like 4,000, so 40 times the amount, which is insane. So just from that little math analogy alone, you can see it makes sense that you want to stick to the low calorie density foods, but you want to eat lots of them. I'm a volume eater. If you watch my videos on Instagram, you're going to see I eat a lot of food, but it's the type of food that I eat and it's when I eat it that makes all the difference. And for this, I am seriously just wanting to give my cells a boost because your cells are what do all the work in your body and make the magic happen. And so the more you feed your cells, the healthy, whole, clean foods, nutritionally dense the healthier your body is going to be, the more they can do their work, heal themselves, fix the old um, cells, create new cells. This is what it's all created from are the nutrients that you put into your body. And so if you can, when you're in midlife, if you can eat whole clean foods, lower on the calorie density scale, stick to your fruits and your veggies, and then your 
starches you want your starches so you want to have your potatoes and your rice and your pasta I try to eat more potatoes because I can overeat rice and pasta because I love them so much but it's hard for me to overeat potatoes and so when you stick to those you don't have to count calories you eat you listen to your hunger cues and eat when you're hungry get back to trusting and knowing that your body knows when it's time to eat as opposed to when you eat junk when you eat stuff with sugar and salt and fat your body is always hungry even though you've just eaten because there's no nutrients in it so your body is always craving um, the nutrients when you have nutrients in your body it signals it helps to signals those full cells it the full signals it also helps when you get that um, the stretch so when your stomach starts to uh, enlarge from eating those are signals that you're full and to stop eating like you your body is just genius and it knows and so instead of limiting stuff that you can eat, instead of restrictions, instead of dieting, I want you to add in more foods, add in the green foods and the other stuff will just fall away. Add in clean whole foods and the other stuff will disappear and you'll become healthier. You'll become happier. Your body will be at its natural, your body will release the fat and then you'll enjoy your life more because you're, you won't be obsessing and thinking about what you're going to eat or what clothes you can wear by how much you're weighing these days. We want to obsess about how much fun we're having and how large we're living in life, how we're enjoying and, and soaking up every drop of this delicious life that we have because life is short, sisters. Life is short and I want you to live it to the maximum capacity well, we're healthy and happy and we have the opportunity to do that. And if it takes, you know, these green drinks to do it, to get more nutrients into your body, that's great. Hey, if you're a salad eater, just pack more salads in, eat more vegetables. It can be hard to eat. Like I stuffed this full of spinach and it can be hard to eat that much spinach. That's the only reason why I'm drinking it is because I don't think I could actually eat that much spinach and it would take forever. I just don't have the time to eat it. So this is what I'm doing. So this was my inspiration to share with you today, just because these things are just burning inside of me with passion that I want to share, because the whole purpose for this podcast is to help give one little tip or one little um, sentence of inspiration that will help you to get out of your stuckness in midlife, out of the fear, out of the not knowing and step into and embrace the freedom, the adventure, the what's next for me. Anything is possible. I can do, I can be, I can create anything. If you can think it in your brain, girl, you can create it. So go out there and be fabulous. Be fabulous. Thank you for listening. Always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day.